the Holy Gospel, according to St. Mark, the seventh chapter. Now when the Pharisees and some of the scribes who had come from Jerusalem gathered around Jesus, they noticed that some of his disciples were eating with defiled hands, that is, without washing them. For the Pharisees and all the Jews do not eat unless they thoroughly wash their hands, thus observing the tradition of the elders. And they do not eat anything from the market unless they wash it, and there are also many other traditions that they observe, the washing of cups, pots, and bronze kettles. So, the Pharisees and the scribes asked him, Why do your disciples not live according to the tradition of the elders, but eat with defiled hands? He said to them, Isaiah prophesied rightly about you hypocrites, as it is written, This people honors me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. In vain do they worship me, teaching human precepts as doctrines. You abandon the commandment of God and hold to human tradition. Then he called the crowd again and said to them, Listen to me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing outside a person that by going in can defile. But the things that come out are what defile. For it is from within, from the human heart, that evil intentions come. Fornication, theft, murder, adultery, avarice, wickedness, deceit, licentiousness, envy, slander, pride, folly, all these evil things come from within, and they defile a person. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated, and the children may come forward for a children's sermon. Today we have a baptism. Yeah, we do. We have a baptism, and this is somebody who's older, so not a baby. I can't carry this person in my arms. It's somebody who's older. But I want you, since you've been baptized, to help me share something. I want you to help me share what does it mean to live life as a child of God. Now, those are all fancy words, right? So I'm going to break it down. When you think about how you're supposed to live, when you think about what you're supposed to do every day, what kind of things come to mind? What kind of things should you do? Yes? Sometimes it's things we don't want to do. Yes. What else? Yeah. It won't be fair. Sometimes it's not fair. Okay. What else? What kind of things should we do every day? Anything. Yep. Eat. Yep. What else? Drink. Drink. Yep. What else? Say it again. Be nice. That's right. Very good. All these things go into what we're supposed to do every day, right? 
whether we're this tall, whether we're that tall, anywhere in between, anywhere. We're supposed to do some of these things. But when we are children of God, it means that we look for God in all of these things. So what I want you to do is to take the things that we just said, eat, drink, be nice, do things that you don't want to do, do things that sometimes don't seem fair. And I want you to say where you can see God in all these things. So, where do you see God when you eat? Yeah. Sitting right next to you. God is the one that provides for us everything that we need. Where do you see God when you drink? Yes. Um, at McDonald's? Yep. 100% correct. At McDonald's and everywhere else. Wherever our food comes, wherever our drink comes, there is God providing with all of creation. Where do we see God when we are nice? Think about it. Sure. Right next to you? Right next to you. And even inside of our hearts. It's nice to be nice, as someone once said. But more than that, it's nice when we can show love for one another. When we can show grace for one another. What's it look like to do something that you might not want to do at the time? Where do we see God there? Where do we see God when we do something we don't want to do? Do you want to give all your money away? No. You <laughs> don't, do you? But, but does God use our gifts to help others, to help people in need, to help each other, to, to help us hear the gospel? Yes. Yes. And finally, where is God when things don't seem fair? Yeah. In front of you? In front of you. That's right. God leads us towards moments when things are fair. God leads us towards moments when we work for the fairness of others, when we work for justice and peace. God is certainly in front of us. It's neat. The way that God is in every single part of our lives. And that's what we talk about in our baptism. God here in the font, God here in the meal, God here with us in the word, but God everywhere. God everywhere. And that's what we look for in our baptisms. So, thank you for being good teachers today. I hope we all heard that. And keep sharing these things about God being everywhere. Everybody hears it. Should we pray? Let us pray. God of grace, you have been with us everywhere. In food, in drink, in niceness, in things that we don't want to do in times when things don't seem fair. We ask that we can share your presence. We can share your love and your grace with those around us. We can share your love and grace with our family and friends and strangers. We can share as best we can that the whole world might know of your love in all these things. Thank you for, for being a God that meets us everywhere. In your name we pray. Amen. And we have a snack. Yay!
Welcome. Jesus. Amen. There's a neat verse in that Old Testament reading, that first reading that we had today. I think it's verse 61, but it goes something like, therefore devote yourselves completely to the Lord your God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments as at this day. Solomon says this right after and in the midst of a blessing for God's people. Right after Solomon had prayed for God's presence in the temple that they're dedicating and the place of worship that they're dedicating. Solomon pushes Solomon's people and prays for Solomon's people because Solomon knows. Solomon knows that a life of living with God takes a whole lot of prayer and a whole lot of dedication and a whole lot of devotion. And even then, it's no guarantee that we will be perfect by any means. Therefore, devote yourselves completely to the Lord your God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments as at this day. people of God. I imagine that as the baptized, you know two things, at least, of what a life with Christ looks like. You know that we are always far from perfect in this life. You know that we are always steps behind where we feel like we should be, steps behind where justice and mercy and grace and love and peace might reign, steps behind the disciples in their bumbling attempts to be disciples of Christ. We know this and we know that there is nothing we can do to separate ourselves or anyone else from the love of God in Christ Jesus. This love is greater than our steps behind, and this love is greater than anything we can do or imagine. This love is greater than us, and will never, ever be separated from us. So I want to ask you, people of God, if indeed we are imperfect, and if indeed our actions cannot match our goals and our intentions. And, if indeed there is love for us always, I want to ask you, what keeps you devoted? What keeps you moving? What keeps you acting? What keeps you pushing forward? What keeps you devoted in this life with Christ? I'm actually asking... I see, I see parents pointing towards their children, and that's not a bad thing. <laughs> what else? What keeps you devoted? What keeps you moving? God's love for us. Christ's love for us. Yeah. For what lies ahead? For what lies ahead? Yeah. 
that he gives us in the midst of trials, it's recognition that he really is giving us. Yeah. Peace in the midst of trials and a realization that God indeed is here with us. The peace he gives us in hard times. Yes. As our children proclaim to us this July, through every storm of life, I know that you're by my side. I keep holding on to your promises. Yes. Is this life easy? It's important to say that. This life is not easy. We are always, it seems, caught in between the promises that God has given us, this vision of life, of peace and joy, a life of fullness and delight, and, and the tension of what we see here inside of our own selves, a mixture of this very peace and joy and delight, but also a mixture of the things of life that just go wrong. The things of life that go completely off the rails, the things of life that we didn't intend, the things of life that we didn't want. This life is difficult, but this life is very, very good. Because as so many of you have mentioned, this life is one of walking with God. Of walking with God both intentionally and making our best efforts to have the songs of Christ in our hearts, to have the scripture dwell deep inside our bones, to receive the sacraments when they are offered. But this life is also one of meeting God on the road unintentionally, of peace in the midst of trials, of moments when we hear the word of God spoken to us gently and sweetly by someone young or older, anywhere in between. This devotion is one born out of God standing beside us and with us every day. 
This seems silly and this seems small, but it's the best example I have. When I am running by myself, I quit. I quit so easily. When I am running beside another runner, I keep going. And maybe it's pride and maybe it's foolishness and maybe it's just hope, a joyfulness of having another companion on the road. But this is very like a life of faith. If I feel by myself and I lack the presence of God, I am in despair and it is impossible for me to stand up. And when I see God and when I hear God and when I taste God, there I can move. And there I can keep going. And there is a moment of devotion. Today, God comes down with us. Each day, but especially today, God comes down with us. And in the water and in the word, God will pour grace upon grace over you, Tim. Yes, over all of us, but watch it happen. Grace upon grace over Tim. And grace upon grace will follow Tim all the days of his life. And when you see it, wonderful. And when you don't, it's there. Nothing will ever separate you from this love of God. Nothing you do, think, say, imagine. Nothing. And beside you on your journey each day, whether you're running, walking, or crawling will be a God who is running, walking, and crawling with you. God of heaven and earth has found it good and right to stand beside you. God of heaven and earth has found it good and right to stand beside you. This is God among us. This is our grace and love and fulfillment. Therefore, completely devote yourselves to the Lord your God, walking in his statutes and keeping his commandments as at this day. God be with you in your lives of faith. God be with you in the storms of night. God be with you and beside you on this road and give you devotion. Thanks be to God. Amen.